Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche season previews. We've got seven videos coming your way previewing the abs themselves and then all of the NHL divisions. It should be a fun season. I think we're ready for it. We're starting this year off with maybe the easiest conversation for the Avs this year, the goaltenders. But even that one isn't that straightforward as they're starting the season with no Pavel Frantzos. Uh, We'll get to him in a little bit, but it looks like Eustace Ananen is going to be the backup to start the season. Played in a couple games last year at the NHL level. The numbers aren't anything spectacular there, obviously. It's a very small sample size. Where are you guys at with expectations for Eustace this year? Is this a he's just filling in for Fransos until Fransos gets back? Or is this a real opportunity for Eustace to push for a backup job? I don't. You go. I don't know that I believe it's either of those. Somewhere in between. I think sure. it's somewhere in between because realistically, and I don't have Eustace on an Inst development plan in front of, of me. I don't have the codes if, for the you, nukes. If you could get that for us, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe it would have been another year, though, before we were realistically having that conversation for Eustace Anunen. I think he's on track in his development. I think he had a great year last year. It was very steady. He built a lot of confidence. And so I think he's right where they would have wanted him. But I think the injury to Pavel Francos prompting this is a little sooner than they maybe would have expected for Eustace. I think they wanted him to dominate a little bit more at the American League level before they were having conversations about him backing up someone like Georgiev. And as for Francois, without knowing the prognosis for his injury, it just feels like they would rather use this as an opportunity to give Eustace Anin in a lot of runway to show how he can hang at the NHL level. Because I just don't think we've seen enough of him at the NHL level to really know what that looks like. I think that Minnesota game last year where the team really rallied around him was a good one. And then the New Jersey one at home was a really bad one. And the difference was largely the team that played in front of him because of the injuries to the Avs around that time. And so for that reason, I think we just need to see more from Yusuf Anunen this season. And then maybe next year we're having that conversation. Um, And they then potentially look at other options, waiver wire, Eric's mentioned on other shows. Sure for a more experienced NHL backup. And part of that is because part of Eustace's development is better served getting in more games and backing up Georgiev is not going to really get him those reps. And that is how he learns best. So that's sort of where I'm at with it all and Eustace and his role going into this next year. Pretty much the same. Uh, I agree uh, with Megan. I think the plan was for him to be in Loveland at the American League level. That was the plan, right? Of course now. Frank, who's uh, Frank who's is is not ready. Who knows how long that's going to be? Um, unless they see something as a trade partner or or on the waiver wire that they're able to do that makes sense for them, right? With their cap and their puzzle and everything else, uh, they'll do it. But I but I do believe they're comfortable going with them, talking with you know their people, and I'm comfortable with them. I I agree. It would have been nice to have him in in. Loveland to get more experience, but I do believe he can take that next step and be that guy, especially early on when, you know, the first 40 games. Who knows? Like I said, I'm just speculating with Francois, but 
Um, I do believe he can take that next step, and it's an opportunity that probably he didn't expect but might have to jump on. Uh, and, and I do believe he's got everything that a good backup can do uh, at this level. And as a backup, we all know you get the crappy games, right? You know, you do get the crappy games. You get the three and four nights. You get the back-to-backs going in the hotel at 4 a.m., whatever it is. So I do believe you don't have to just look at his numbers, meaning wins and losses. And I do understand as a backup, you want to win games. But if he's capable of having good numbers, then he'll have more wins, more than losses. And I think it's just going to trickle in down that effect. But I do believe that it wasn't expected but I do believe he's up for the task. I, I mean, he might get the crappy games, but he also gets San Jose, Anaheim, oh, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's going to get uh, his matchups. are you know, the, Yes. I strongly doubt that he's going to yeah. get thrown to the Wolves for the Carolina games like Francois was last year, right? Where, of course, Frankie was incredible Ooh. in both of those <laughs> games. But, like, uh, <laughs> with, with Ananen, I mean, this is it's a, it's a shot. As long as they really give it to him. And we don't record this video and they claim somebody on waivers over the next week. You know, like which this one's going to get posted tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible this happens. But yeah, absolutely. But if they is if they give on in that opportunity for however long it may be, this is a, this is a shot because if he shows well and he proves it, there is no conversation after this year about who the goaltender, who, who the backup to Georgiev will be. This is, you know, he if he comes in and he shows it. Then you just roll into next year, and you're like, it's Ananin's job. You don't need to go get a veteran. You don't. You just don't need to, mm-hmm. because the the point, the 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 goal would be to, uh, even going into this year, they may not have wanted that right away, but the goal would have been to transition from Franco's leaving in free agency at to the end Ananin of this year anyway, to yeah. Ananin anyway, going into next year. This accelerates it a year, a year, and hey, you're 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 trying to win a Stanley Cup, so that matters. You don't know how much of a difference between Ananin and Francois there is right now. And finding out will be an important part of this season. It's I, I see some people hand wave away whoever the backup goaltender is, but those guys play 20 to 25 games. This is exactly where I want to go, and we can bring up Francois's stats too here. I get we don't know when he'll be back, but Francois played 16. Ananin played two last year. That's 18 games from guys that you were planning on potentially playing those backup games for you. Georgiev put in a pretty heavy workload last season. Yeah. Is that the expectation again? Do they need 60 games out of Georgiev this year, or do they want to bring that number down a little bit, whether that's within and in Francois or getting someone else into that picture? Well, of course you want to bring it down. You would love to keep that. You would love for your number one to be as fresh as possible going into the postseason while being in rhythm, while sure. understand, while taking that, that load, that the starters load. So, like, for me, I would say between 52 and 57 is probably my ideal for a starter. Okay. If you have a really good backup, it's more like 52. Sure. Uh, you know, if you really don't trust your backup at all, it's more like 62. But we've seen with Winnipeg, Connor Hellebuck has run out of gas yeah. in the postseason multiple times in his career because you're not trying to win a first-round series. You're trying to win four of them. It's two months' worth of extra work. It is another... 20 to 25 games that you're asking that guy to play and you're not having the backup play games in the postseason. So, you know, and, and with Francois, uh, I don't want to totally abandon his conversation here, but for sure with, with Francois, like you do have that trust in him because he did it in your cup winning year. He went, he goes six and zero for you. Yep. Granted, he didn't play great in all, but he won in the all six of those games, but he played well enough on the nights that he, he got in that to win. 
And when it comes to the playoff, that's all you're trying to do. You just need to be good enough to win that day. And with Frankie, there's trust that he could do that. On any given day, he could do that. He could have a bad... That's why he was a backup and not a starter, because he could have the bad days. They were pretty predictable. You always knew one was coming. <laughs> but that's who Frankie is, and that's what backup goalies are. That's yep. why those guys aren't starters. And with Onanen, it's a total wild card right now. It's true. Uh, Megan, uh, I think we've talked a lot on the show over the last couple of years, honestly, about how, look, NHL players want to play. They very <laughs> rarely are going to tell you, no, I'm not good to go tonight. How much of the onus on these decisions is on a Jared Bednar to say, hey, I want to make sure Georgiev gets X games of rest? Oh, and it's... It's heavily on his shoulder slash UC Parkala's um, assessment sure. of yeah. the goaltending situation because in talking to someone like Georgiev last year about the workload, you could see that he's hungry for it to get <laughs> in games. And so leaving it to him, he probably would try to play all 82 and it would be <laughs> ill-advised because <laughs> it is a strenuous position that demands a lot of that athlete and you don't want to break your goaltender. I mean, if if like Vegas taught me anything about goaltending depth last year, it's extremely important one to have it and two not to ride like that's not necessarily the lesson from Vegas, but riding Yorkiev solely would be a mistake. Um it's just they're not going to have a path as easy to the cup as they did in the 2022 year in my opinion and I think yeah. they have to prepare for that and that workload just gets even heavier at that point. Yeah. But I but I do believe and I said it the other day and I'll say it again, he might end up playing 60 again, which I'm fine with. And again, I'm older than you guys and I know today's world doesn't really work yeah, you, that way. You used to goalies playing 70 on yeah, the regular. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm going to drop it to 60. Yeah, you got to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll compromise. Um, but I do believe just because of Frankie, you know what I mean, not being there and, and Eustace not really having the confidence of the coaching staff of being able to do it, I, I do believe the number will end up being closer to 60. I think on paper it's easier to just look at it and say, oh, okay, we're going to play in 55. And then <laughs> as you get down, you're like, oh, God, we really need that game tonight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. or next, yeah. we really need that game. And then you change your thought process. Uh, I, I do believe like they did last year, right? For all the reasons um, with Frankie going down. And now I think Usus is more of a better known commodity than last year, right? Last year was really, you know, now at least he's had a few games last year. He's had another camp this year. He's been around, you know, more with the guys now. So I do believe, and again, that's if they don't get anybody on the waiver wire or they mm -hmm. don't make a trade for, I do believe that it's going to be more closer to 60 for, for Georgiev. Um, but I do believe that if your backup gives you a dozen wins, holy cow, that's well yeah. done. I, and it's a great point. Jared Bednar has repeatedly proven if he feels like he needs a win, he will absolutely put his starter on both ends of a back-to-back. -back. I don't disagree he's, with he's that. He's done it time so, and time again. And yeah. if you feel that way, it's fine. Yeah. You just know that you're not, your goaltender will be burned out by the time you get to the postseason if you do it over and over and over and over. Yeah. So, like, in, in certain situations, and of course everything in life is situational, right? So yeah. it's... You know, uh, we've seen that, but a strong performance from Eustace Hanen or later on in the season of Pavel Francouz is, is reason to give Georgiev nights off. Mm -hmm. well, Makes, like the Carolina game you said last year, yeah. right? When Frank, same thing. If Eustace can get one of those games early on, yeah, you know, then all of a sudden he feels good about himself. The players feel good about him. You see Parkula, coaching staff, trickling down effect, and maybe he gets more, you know what I mean? And then... 
then you get going into a groove, and then you get more to the 55 number, give and take. You know what I mean? Sure. 52 well, and to 55. Whatever. You're talking about he gets one. Well, he should use this on it and should get the second game of the season in San Jose. And if he goes into San Jose and he has a good game and it Build gets the con it, it gets yeah. the confidence up and gets it going, that's how that's how you that is how a coaching staff can put a player in position to succeed and 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 may and work towards twelve wins. Because it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but if you get a backup goaltender and gives you twelve wins, Colorado's goal should be fifty. Fifty wins, right? Yeah. That's that's a hundred points. You know you'll have some OTLs, you might have a couple of wins. Here and there, but your your number going into the season should be right about fifty. That gets you into the postseason. A hundred points gets you into the playoffs. It just does. Yep. So your goal should be fifty. If your backup goalie can give you twelve, you only and, need thirty-eight and, from your gift to get well, to your goal. And look, and if he's going to play sixty, thirty-eight out of sixty is not asking for the moon from a yep. starting goaltender. And the opposite side of that: if Georgiev plays sixty, that means their backup gets twenty-two. If you're looking for twelve wins, that's marginally over five hundred. Twelve and ten. Yep. It's not a crazy ask. No, it's not. The other known quantity is UC Parkla. And extended time that Eustace Anunen gets under his teaching is only going to be more valuable for him because I think he has grown and learned so much from Peter Budai and Loveland. But to get extended time with UC Parkla is just going to make Eustace a better goaltender. And I think that is an added component to consider with Eustace Anunen's development, spending more time with the Avs right now. Let's shift to a bigger build with Georgiev. Can he take another step after a fantastic year last year for Colorado? Is there a guy that can compete for Vesna's in there, or is a repeat of last year more than good enough? For my money, if he repeats last year, I'm thrilled. If he takes, if there's an incremental step forward, there's, there's not a big leap left. There just isn't. Right. If, if there's a big step forward that comes after that, he's prime Dominic Kasha. <laughs> this is a very different conversation. Dude's putting up 930s at that point. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're like a 935 goaltender. Like, no, 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 no. It should be, it's a small step that he would have available to him if he's capable of that. I don't know if he is or not. If he just got to last year, that's a top 10 goaltender. Yep. That's the fifth to eighth best goaltender in the league somewhere in there. That's more than enough yeah, to win a Stanley Cup. That's just fine. That's fine. Like that's exactly the kind of guy, and and at his price point, I mean, you're getting great value out of him. So for me, I just would say I am asking for just do it again. If he does better than that, you're you're probably in contention for a President's Trophy. If he does a little bit worse, it depends on how much worse. There's a little bit of room there, but certainly you want to see him get better. The Avalanche aren't going to win a Stanley Cup without a better goaltending performance than they got uh, in their cup-winning year. They're going to need yep. the goalie more than they did that season. Yep. And Georgiev, I think, is more than capable of that. So I'm a, I'm a big believer. Does he need to win a Vesna? Does he need to compete for a Vesna? No. If he yeah. does, you are talking about a President's Trophy caliber team. Good to hear. Well, one of my models was always like in the locker room before a game, even or better, even or better. You're on the road, right? Rowdy building. Let's come out the first 10 minutes, even or better. So I'm a big guy, even or better. So I agree with you, but I'm going to go step better. I think he can get to it. I think he has another level after a fantastic year last year. I do believe he can get that up just a little bit more, even though those numbers are absolutely phenomenal. Those are monster numbers. Those are awesome. I do believe he has that in him. 
and I do believe he beats it just by a little margin, and that's just great news for everybody in this room, everybody uh, in the locker room, and all the fans around the world, the Avalanche, because he's going to be outstanding. I think something, too, he didn't have the benefit of last season is more consistency in front of him. And so it was a learning lesson in, one, the way the Avs like to play and execute defensively. I remember him talking about talking to the defensemen specifically to better understand their reads and what then he needs to anticipate as a goaltender. And so there was just that little bit of an adjustment last season, which I think he handled well. I'm not even going to kid myself that he still is adjusting to the way the Avs like to play. I think last year he demonstrated that he settled in very nicely in that role and got comfortable with the way the Avs like to play, but he didn't even get to see the best of the Avalanche team in front of him. And so that's where I think that step forward happens is he just gets more support because I think he did everything that was asked of him, but I think it just gets better from here. If the team in front of him is a little bit healthier and a bit more consistent than in the personnel. Definitely a fair ask for the abs to have less than 600 man games lost in front of him this year. I think. There you go. Uh, and, and you're exactly it's right. Seriously, it was like 450, man. <laughs> it's an That's a monster number. number. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it spiraled out of control last year. Yeah. And, and, Again, it's it's about that consistency, right? Not knowing which players are going to be playing in front of you on any given night. Maybe you don't know Brad Hunt's tendencies quite as well as a Kale McCars or a, even a Josh Manson's. So it's always hard to, to get away from this conversation where goaltending st- statistics are really team statistics as much as they are goaltender statistics. Uh, it, it's just part of the equation. That's the reality. And as much as we think health can help the, the forwards and defense, it can certainly help the goaltending of Georgiev, too. Uh, the Avs need him to be good. Uh, honestly, the Avs probably need him to be very good. I don't know if the Avs need him to be great, but they would certainly take it. That's all I got for goalies. We good? All right. We have more videos coming your way every single day leading up to the season. We're breaking down the rest of the Avs lineup and division previews. So like and subscribe here on YouTube to keep up with all of it. And we will see you in the next video.